Good day, everybody, and thank you so much for making us a part of your day. This is Dan Young with Total Wellness Radio. Today, episode 160, I have the privilege of catching up with Dr. Michael Gaeta. Dr. Gaeta has over 29 years in family practice. He's a dietitian, a nutritionist, an acupuncturist, an herbalist, and most importantly, a wealth of knowledge regarding the relationships, the character, and the contributions that he's made in his 29 years of experience with helping sick people get well. So thank you so much for tuning in, and by all means, get connected with Dr. Gaeta. You'll be glad you did. The best way is through his website, michaelgaeta.com. That's M-I-C-H-A-E-L-G-A-E-T-A.com. Thanks again for joining us. Welcome to episode 160 as we catch up with Dr. Michael Gaeta. Good day, everybody. Thank you so much, as always, for tuning in and making Total Wellness Radio a part of your day. This is episode 160. And before I introduce you to my guest, Dr. Michael Gaeta, I want to make sure and thank all of you for all the shares, the likes, the distribution of Total Wellness Radio. We, as a podcast, uh, we were able to approach over 25,000 downloads uh, in March, and uh, so we're super excited about that. Thank you so much for your participation. And if you're trying to locate the Total Wellness Radio platform, you can tune in to other podcast platforms such as Apple, Google, Spotify, Breaker, CastBox, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Podbean, Radio Public, Stitcher, and TuneIn, just to name a few. Again, thank you. We super appreciate uh, your uh, attention and your willingness to share the message that we carry here on Total Wellness Radio. Now, on to more important things. Mr. Uh, actually, Dr. Michael Gaeta is with us here today. Thank you, Michael, for taking the time to be on the show. Thanks so much, Dan, for inviting me. Really glad to be here. Yeah, we really appreciate you taking the time. Um, just to give a little background for the listeners, uh, I crossed paths with with Dr. Gaeta at the uh, annual convention of Standard Process. It's a large convention annually done by Standard Process West. I super appreciate all of the speakers, the content that Mark and Joseph and and you put together for uh, us as practitioners, and uh, just uh, looking forward to seeing you there again this year. Me too, Dan. It's always a highlight of the year. Yes, yes it is. Now, the... um, the thing that I want to focus on with the podcast primarily is to start off with uh, the question I have all of my guests answer, and that is the, the, the catalyst or the event, the thing that took place in your life, uh, Dr. Gator, that puts you on this path in natural health. Thanks, Dan. And I guess there were two things. Uh, one was uh, when I was much younger, I went through a, a particularly difficult time in my life, I guess. I was, I was quite depressed and had thoughts of suicide and, you know, life, life, you know, was not good and I was thinking about checking out and, um, and got to a point where I, I just had to make a decision if I was going to check out or if I was going to go for it and stay. And, um, and thankfully, you know, I made the choice, um, to, to stay. I remember the day where, you know, I had a choice, you know, literally at a, at a street corner, and I knew I could either go forward into the cemetery across the street, and I knew if I did that, I wasn't coming out, or I was going to turn right and go home. And, um, and you know, there, was, there must have been a reason why I chose to turn right and go home. And that first step, turning right, 
uh, got me on a, a very different path of life. And, um, and then it was uh, not too many years later, I uh, got my first uh, massage therapy treatment and, uh, at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York, and uh, realized that, wow, I could use my hands and help people and make a difference. And so within a couple of years, I was in massage therapy school, and I had already started my music career as a, as a pianist and, um, and you know, did that while I was in school and got my practice going. And, and so that was um, 29 years ago, you know, I started practicing. And wow. after, I had, uh, after I had a few years under my belt, I uh, felt called to teach. And um, I was invited to teach and, and started started doing that now 26 years ago. And uh, it's been a wonderful journey. I just very feel very blessed, very appreciative, very thankful to uh, to have turned right and to and to have chosen a path of, uh, of, of real devotion to contribution and service. Yeah, I know that myself and a lot of the professionals are very grateful that divine intervention um, stepped in, so to speak, that day and allowed you to make the right choice. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah. You know, one of the things that you're touching on that's always been very fascinating to me is, you know, what can potentially bring people to that situation? Like, you know, a level of depression or despair, uh, a level of hopelessness. And you and I, as practitioners and working with clients for, for decades, see this in people to, you know, lesser or greater degrees, obviously, um, that there's a relationship off in their life somewhere. And what kind of relationship, I mean, with your journey, what what relationship you know evaluations have you come up with that kind of helped you determine hey this is why I was the way I was now I'm no longer that way and I can be a benefit that way in serving others to get out of that as well. Yeah, thanks, Dan. And you know, I, I had a I had a, a, a great family growing up, and wonderful parents, uh, siblings. You know, for me it was um, a common experience. You know, I, I was. Um, uh, you know, kids can be cruel sometimes to mm-hmm. each other, and uh, and when I was young, I um, you know school was sort of a game. It was real easy, and um, you know, and I would just did really well and didn't have to try. And and I don't think that went over too well with some of the other kids who were kind of struggling a little bit and trying to get by. And uh, and I just got picked on a lot, and uh, and I sort of internalized that as is there's something wrong with me. And, uh, and what had happened was, you know, I, uh, I, I started getting bad grades in sixth grade um, just to fit in. And uh, before that, I was answering, I was raising my hand to answer the teacher's question before she finished asking the question. I just knew what she was going to ask, and I had the answer. And, and it was, you know, just sort of fun, you know, but uh, that didn't go over well with some of the other kids. And, and so I started getting bad grades to fit in. I started, you know, acting cool and, hey, I get bad grades too and all that. And when it didn't work and, and I, you know, I still kept getting picked on and all of that, that's when I realized, you know, wow, this is just not going to get better. Mm-hmm. And that, that's what got me to that brink. So it was really like peer uh, relationships, I guess, with other kids at that time that, um, that made it, you know, difficult, you know. Um, and, uh, and so it took me you know, some time to just accept who I was mm-hmm. and how I was and not to be too fussed about what other people thought about me. Yeah. And, um, and so that was a hard, you know, I, I learned that the hard way mm-hmm. uh, to just, you know, be myself. I know it's kind of trite, you know, saying be yourself. But for me, it was like life or death, you mm-hmm. know, because cause 
it was, you know, it, it, the alternative was to check out because, you know, it was pretty miserable. So I'm just very thankful that um, I've gone the other way. Yeah. Well, myself and, and many other people included are very thankful in that, uh, Dr. Gator. You've had a very profound impact of service and education, you know, like over your 26-year career. I look forward to the next 40. How's that? Yeah, well, I'm with you, Dan. Thank you. <laughs> so, That's great. yeah, when when you when you talk about, you know, when you talk about, you know, to kind of like to thine own self be true, right, and stop placing so much value on what other yes. people think of us. You know, yeah, how does yeah. that how, that definitely plays into our overall physical and mental health? Can you expound on that a little bit? Well, sure, Dan. That, that's such a key point you're bringing up, and, it, and it's, um, uh, you know, it's one of the one of the um, the sayings that really has driven me in my life as, as the, is, is that old saying, you know, I know you've heard and others have heard, of, of not dying with your music still within you. Mm. And I believe that all of us as human beings have a common purpose, which is contribution in yes. some way. And how we do that is, is real different. You know, we all have our unique ways to do that. But I think if we boil it down, it's like... Um, one of my heroes, Stephen Covey, um, said that what really matters in life is the quality of your relationships, yes. your character, and your contribution. And I really, you know, learned that that's that's just been very true for me. And so, uh, you know, it's, it it takes something to go one's own path and to bring what one's own unique contribution is. Uh, and not to be too fussed about what other people think about it, mm-hmm. um, but to say, you know, I came for a purpose, and I'm going to serve that purpose, and it may evolve and change, but I'm going to serve that purpose, even if it doesn't, you know, uh, fit what other people want me to do. But I'm going to live my life for myself, uh, not selfishly, but in, in contribution, but in my own way. Yeah. And it takes something, you know, to do that, because we're all told, you know, go to school, get good grades, get a good job. You know, get married, have kids, buy a house, you know, work your 40 years, retire. You know, we've got this well-worn groove that we're taught this is how it's supposed to go. And, um, you know, it doesn't have to be that way. And we, we need to find, you know, and I learned this the hard way, um, trying to uh, fit in almost killed me. Yeah. And, uh, and I, I, I almost killed myself, you know, because I, I tried to fit in and it didn't work. And I realized, wow, I could I could spend a lot of my life trying to fit in, and it won't really even help. And so, living our life based on our own internal compass, our own sense of purpose, serving something larger than ourselves in our own way, mm-hmm. is really important. Yeah, you know what you're touching on, uh, Dr. Gator, reminds me of, of of servant leadership, right? I mean, we. You know, you talk exactly. about char- you know, you talk about character and relationships and contributions. That's the service to others part, but we're still leading them to an ultimate larger purpose, which is that we yeah. we 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 uh, like thrive when we live our lives that way in all areas of our life, right? With our faith, our family, our future, our friends, our yes. husbands, wives, children, relationship with clients. When we strive to stay in that place for ourselves. It provides the leadership external activities for others to say, hey, I could model that. Hey, I like that. That's attractive to me. I think I could do that and would help me improve other areas of my life as well. Well, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And that's such a, you know, it's well said because, 
you know, there's something that is within us. It's like um, in the in the Gospel of Thomas, it said, uh, if you if you bring forth what is within you, what is within you will save you, and mm. and and you know, and, and lead you to a life of of of, of goodness or, yes. or, or of service. But if you don't bring forth what is within you, what is within you will destroy you. So it's like each of us has a purpose, and we've got to serve that purpose, whatever that is, or it's going to create tension at the very least. Yes. And um, and I've seen this with patients over the years that yes. they really wonder, they're really called to do this, but society told them to do that, and their parents told them to do that, and uh, and they're miserable. Mm-hmm. And then it gets embodied, and you've seen this with your clients, I've seen this with mine, that then they start getting sick yep. because they're denying a core essential part of themselves. Yes, 100%. And when they see people like us being able to live that way and others, you know, I read something one time where our experiences can divert misery and death for others if we're willing to share those experiences, right? It's not... I mean, some of the things yeah. you, you know, some of the things you and I are touching on are, are, are very personal, right? I mean, like the very beginning of yes. this podcast, very personal, yes. you know, things to us, but they are the catalyst to create massive change. Well, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, I love um, one of Richard Bach's books, Illusions, really yes. was a key book for me. Yes. And, uh, and, and there's these creatures clinging to the bottom of the rocks, to the bottom of the river. And one of them decides, you know, I'm going to let go. I don't know what's, what's going to happen, but I'm tired of just clinging to a rock in this dark, cold river at the bottom. And he lets go and starts getting smashed on the rocks and, you know, beat up on the rocks and all that. But finally starts to rise and starts getting less beat up and then rises to, and, and starts to flow in the river. Uh, which all the, you know, he was, tra- he was taught to just cling to the rock your whole life. And he said, I'm going to let go. Mm. And, and then he started floating down the river. He let the river carry him. And some of the other creatures downstream said, look, one like us, yet he flies. Yep. And there's one, you know, and, and so he was just letting the river carry him along. But he had to let go and go through some initial discomfort yes. to break free. Uh, yes. to get escape velocity, so to speak. Um, and then and then he inspired others, exactly your point. Others said, hey, wait a minute, he looks just like us, and he's <laughs> flying. And then downstream they said, oh, you know, some, some of the creatures just started telling stories. Oh, one day this creature came by like us, but was flying. But he inspired other ones to let go too. Yep. And they started to get carried by the river and then inspire others, and then over time, you know, these creatures that have been stuck to the bottom clinging to rocks were, were then, you know, flying, yeah. uh, so to speak. Yeah. So it's a wonderful illustration. And by the way, it's a wonderful book. I've read it many times myself. So that's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the pursuit of your career, as you said before, you were, you know, originally a pianist. You, you could do things with your hands. Uh, and now your career as an educator and teaching for over 26 years now. What do you today, uh, Dr. Gata, feel is the most exciting aspect of your current career? Oh, well, it's, uh, it's so exciting for me. I mean, I love working with patients. And, you know, I've done that for a long time. And, but if I can help one practitioner become a better practitioner and improve their patient care, then 
I'm helping thousands of people indirectly through that practitioner, you know, who I'm never going to meet. But yes. if I, but it's it's uh it's very satisfying. Yes. You know, I, uh, to to do that. So, for example, I just spoke in um, Kansas City last weekend, and I'll be in Nashville uh, speaking tomorrow. And um, you know, so I'll speak to you know whatever it is, fifty, eighty practitioners. Uh, but if each, if I can help those practitioners, and they're gonna they're gonna help serve other people in their practices uh, better, and yes. over their career, you know, if I can make a difference in that practitioner's life and in their career, then then that's gonna uh, affect countless lives beyond that. So that's super satisfying to me. Just like you know, with patient care, if I can yes. help one person get healthier, they're gonna be an example to others. Yes. Say, oh wow, you look great. You know, you've lost weight. You have more energy. You look good. You know, you, you're looking younger. Wow, what are you doing? And um, and then you know they they become an example to people in their lives. So it's, yes. it's like that. I think you and I are old enough to remember the Clairol commercial. You know, she told two <laughs> friends, and she told two friends, right? And uh, and so that's you know a lot of times how how change happens is from the ground up, from person to person. Yeah. What you're describing reminds me of the pebble in the pond. Yeah. You know, you're having that ripple effect, and each of us doing our our, our part to be true to ourselves and have that ripple effect. Uh, you just, you know, I had a lady get a hold of me, and I know you've had this experience too, um, back in in uh, uh, back east uh, Michigan, in in Michigan area. She got a hold of me, a friend of a friend of a friend bought her a copy of of my book and she got a hold of me here about three months ago she'd lost like 47 pounds she's feeling good i've never talked to this lady so i you know it's, wow. it gives me goosebumps because i know what you're describing and what the experiences that you've had in your in your in your time as a you know as an educator i know that we share a lot of the same uh, same experiences there and it's so fascinating to, and, and it's actually very humbling. It's like, well, I'm not that big a deal. You know what I mean? It's like I'm just doing what I'm. <laughs> I'm just I'm just sharing truth at every opportune moment with whomever will listen. You know, that's what that's I'm great. doing. <laughs> so it's it's amazing. It's amazing that you share that the way it is. The pebble the pebble in the pond. <laughs> yeah, that's great, Sam. What are the what are some of the things, uh, Doctor Gator, that you find to be the most challenging aspect of your career? Kind of flipping the coin over a little bit. Well, you know, um, it goes right back to my own story uh, of going through pretty significant adversity to come into a different level of life. Um, and you know, the hardest thing, and this is with practitioners and with patients, is a willingness to change. Yes. And, um, you know, there's that old saying, I know you know, Dan, is you can lead a horse to water, you can't make him drink. And, you know, sharing, you know, like I can show a practitioner, here's how you can help people better. Here's how you can be more successful in changing people's lives. And, you know, some of them really do it, but a lot of them are are just like those creatures on the bottom of the river cling to their rock Mm -hmm. and don't try things don't do things differently and it's the same with patients here's you know it's simple change your diet in this way um start exercising in that way um you know and you know and so you show them the way here's the way out uh but they you know uh, there's a resistance to change uh that is is often uh difficult yeah and you know i think too is like we've done some studies here in the clinic with you know just you know modern uh 
making sure to monitor food logs and supplement intake, right? Just those two key areas. Yeah. Here's what we find, and I'm, I'm sure you probably have found similar results too, but when we watch it real closely, my, my clients that get the best results at best are between 50 and 65% compliant with the, oh, okay. with the recommendations that we are sharing with them, that we're showing them tangible results. Here's the past, this is gonna be your future, you know, type of thing. And, 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 you know, it takes time and effort. And I think it's, I've kind of come to the point, at least from my perspective, that it's not that we are so resistant to change, it's that we realize this is gonna take effort. <laughs> yes, yes, that's right. I, yeah, I think we're saying the same thing. We are saying that, the same uh, thing, yeah. That it's like, well, this is going to take, it means I have to change. Yeah, And, uh, yeah. you know, it's that old saying, if you do the same thing and expect a different outcome, yep. <laughs> that's the definition of insanity. Yes, it so, is. Uh, something to that. Yes, so, so But, certainly. you know, I, I think, and, and the other thing, Dan, is, is, and I know you've seen this too, is, is that people don't always know that there's another way to go. True. And, and the, the, uh, you know, what my, you know, basic philosophy that I teach the patients is nature first and drugs last. Yes. Nature first, drugs last. Drugs aren't bad. They're just overused. Yep. And, and almost all the time yes. there's a natural solution to whatever the issue is. Yes. And a lot of folks just don't know that. They think, oh, well, you know, I, I have diabetes. There's nothing I can do about it but to take this drug. And, and, you know, and just to, to know, to share the message. I'm so appreciative of the work you're doing, sharing this message that there's another way to go. It doesn't have to be that way. And that your body can heal itself if given a chance. At this stage of your career, uh, Dr. Gator, who would you like to give some, some credit to, some props for having the biggest influence on you in your career? Yeah, thanks, Dan. I mean, it's, uh, it's like that old African proverb, if I stand tall, it's because I stand on the shoulders of many ancestors, mm -hmm. and um, and uh, you know I wouldn't be even be alive if not for the mentors I've had over the years in my early years when I was going through that dark time. Uh, there was a, a guidance counselor in high school that you know helped pull me through that time, um, and I have to give a shout out to the the late great Dr. Wayne Dyer. Mm. Um, I was right in the middle of this really intense depressive, I think I may want to check out time. And I was sitting at the edge of my bed, right in front of the bookcase. And there, this is in New York City, there wasn't an earthquake, a single book fell off the top shelf and hit me on the head. <laughs> Literally, a, a single book came and it was fully embedded with the other books on the shelf, it dislodged itself fell off the top shelf and hit me on the head. And I remember I said, oh, I guess I should read this. <laughs> and it was Dr. Wayne Dyer's first book, Your Erroneous Zone, mm. which is a very, you know, you and I would read this book and folks in contemporary, you know, growth, personal growth, self-development would think, oh, it's very basic, you know, yes. about kid, you know, don't be guilty, that's about the past, don't worry, that's about the future, be yourself. Yes. That's the basic message of the book. But that was all groundbreaking for me at that time. Sure. And so I uh, appreciate, you know, Dr. Dyer for sure. And, and another uh, mentor who I worked for for three years is Miriam Williamson, um, who's a lecturer in the Course of Miracles, is now running for president again, um, and, um, uh, and others. And then in the, in the health field, we've had so many teachers. You've mentioned mm -hmm. uh, Mark Anderson, Joseph Antel, um, you know, Carrie Bone, and, you know, many others who yes. have inspired me to 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 find a path of healing 
uh, a, a way to help people, you know, change people's lives for the better yeah. using holistic healthcare. And that's a great segue into my, you know some of my my next questions is you know we're kind of halfway through our our, our our time here together and I know we yeah. could go on we could go on for hours, Doctor Gate. I know we oh, could, but we let's let we'll, I'll try and keep us a little focused here. What what is the primary focus that you currently uh, you know stay with with your with your patients? You have a specific uh, product or service or educational platform. What's the what's the uh, what's the way that you uh, you know share that focus with your patients? Well, um, you know, most, I mean, I've had a family practice for 29 years, so I, I chose not to just specialize in a particular niche and limit myself to that. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, my whole thing is um, showing people uh, a different way to live that can, so that they can have the, choose a lifestyle themselves of nature first and drugs last to stay out of the medical system entirely except in emergencies mm-hmm. uh, or for some tests. And to know that they can change their future, you know, by uh, addressing their nutrition, their diet, their lifestyle, their thoughts, their attitudes, their relationships, mm. that uh, so that, you know, with the purpose of people boldly making their own positive contribution in the world. And, uh, and I think, you know, we inspire each other to do that. So, so as I tell patients, you know, often in their first visit, I'll say that, you know, I, I want to share with you why, why I do this work. And it's partly to help you, but it's partly to help all the other people that you're going to touch mm-hmm. if you heal. If mm-hmm. you get better, you're going to inspire other people to change. And yeah. that's exciting to me. That's super so exciting. It's, yeah. So you're delivering this to patients in what way primarily? Um, about 80% of my practice is telehealth. Uh, so I work with people through phone and video calls. And, uh, and then 20% of my practice is here where I live in Boulder, Colorado. I see patients here in the office. Um, and, um, and so that's, you know, that's, that's how it's, um, what I'm up to these days. I, I literally have practice one day a week and, and teach the other days of the week. Wow. Any, uh, New or exciting goals for the near future that you're working on that you can kind of kind of tune our listeners into. Well, you know, Dan, uh, thanks for asking because you know I have about uh, to start with about four books inside of me that want to come out. So <laughs> one of my goals for this year is to is to get you know significant uh, progress or done on the first book, which will be on autoimmune disease, um, and then uh, you know another book on vaccines. Um, and other, you know, other books on other areas of, of health. Uh, but uh, that, that, would be, that would make me very happy if I got one out, got the first one out the door. Because yeah. uh, I've been, been thinking about it for a while, have an outline, started writing, but to actually get it done would be really good for me. That's exceptional, and I look forward to having, make sure, promise me right now, Dr. Gator, that we will do future interviews, especially around the time of book releases. That's a promise. It's there, Dan. You got oh, it. Excellent, excellent. So as we get ready to, to finalize our episode here, Dr. Gaeta, what would be the number one thing, and I know you've touched on this and I love it, natu- you know, nature first, pharmaceuticals last. I, I, I really appreciate the philosophy, but what would be the number one thing that you would want our listeners to, to go away from uh, with this episode today? Oh, it's to, it, the main thing is to know, is to have... Um, just to know that your future can be different, that you can have a future 
which is different than the present or the past, and you can create that future where you're drug-free or minimis, minimal drugs, where yes. you have good energy and relationships, and you're making your contribution, you're serving a purpose larger than yourself. Mm-hmm. So just knowing that's possible and creating a burning desire in yourself for that to happen, uh, that's, that's it. Just to be able to see a different future for oneself in your health, in your relationships, and your contribution, and to have a burning desire that that actually happen, uh, that's, that's the big takeaway. Mm-hmm. What's the best way for our listeners to stay in touch with you, Dr. Gaeta? Oh, uh, just go to michaelgaeta.com, um, M-I-C-H-A-E-L-G-A-E-T-A.com. And uh, I've, I have a blog, and I did a, you know, so I have a, a blog um, there and a free online course that anybody can have for free uh, called uh, Vaccines and Choice, which talks about, you know, some of the truths about vaccines and the importance of choice, stuff you're not going to hear in the mainstream media. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, and there are obviously, you know, most of my life is practitioner training, so there's quite a few there. I'm in the middle of one now on uh, autoimmune disease. I teach once a year and course coming up in the fall on cancer. Um, and uh, so there's a range of practitioner trainings. My schedule's there. But there's a lot of articles and real practical things that anybody, you know, just you know, public can benefit from there. And they can join my list and, um, uh, and you know, I'll keep you updated with my upcoming writings and courses. Well, I certainly appreciate you taking the time to be on Total Wellness Radio, and we are definitely going to uh, look forward to future interviews, future book releases, and more wonderful education as you express your uh, as you express your your personal contributions, Dr. Gaeta. Thank you, Dan. So I so appreciate you and the work that you're doing to not just help your own clients, but to bring this message of wellness and of natural healing of holistic health care out to the world. It's beautiful work you're doing. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate you. And thank you for again for your contribution. And for all of you listening in today, thank you as always for making us a part of your day. This is episode 160 on Total Wellness Radio. <laughs>